0: Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Monday the 28th of March. I'm Steve Forbes.
0: And I'm Emily Wither.
1: Ukraine's president changes his stance, offering a price for peace. I understand it's impossible to force Russia completely from Ukrainian territory. It would lead to Third World War. I understand it, and that is why I'm talking about a compromise.
0: And in China's biggest city, authorities split it in two to tackle COVID.
1: During the lockdown, all public transportation modes, you know, we're talking about buses, we're talking about commuter trains, ferries and, you know, taxis will be, you know, suspended. Times of London Daily World Briefing. In what must feel like a never-ending tour of foreign media... Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has told independent Russian journalists that Ukraine could adopt a neutral status as the price for peace. I understand it's impossible to force Russia completely from Ukrainian territory. It would lead to third world war. I understand it, and that is why I am talking about a compromise. Go back to where it all began, and then we will try to solve the Donbass issue, the complicated issue of Donbass. But the president said that sovereignty and retaining territory remains priorities for Ukraine. Before another round of negotiations between the warring neighbours and Turkey are set to take place later, he confirmed that any deal would have to go to a referendum and be guaranteed by third parties. President Zelensky also rejected claims that Ukraine has bio laboratories capable of manufacturing chemical weapons. It is a joke. There is nothing to say. There aren't any. We do not have nuclear weapons. We do not have chemical or biolaboratories. We do not have chemical weapons. They do not exist. It's claimed that the Kremlin has warned Russian state media not to carry the interviews. The comments come as Ukraine's intelligence chief claimed on Sunday that President Putin is planning to split the country in two, mirroring the divide between North and South Korea, Brigadier General Kirillov Budenov said that President Putin's failure so far to defeat Ukraine may mean he tries to cut his losses. The new states could be formed of the eastern Donbass region alongside gains in the south of the country. Times reporter Askold Krushelnicki is in Ukraine and explains why Putin may be starting to change his stance over Ukraine's future. Putin's got to have some face-saving device that he can um, tell Russians why thousands of their um, young people have been killed in this war. Um, Putin is changing his tack, not because he's grown a conscience, but because of um, the Ukrainian army's unexpected resistance and success on the ground. Lieutenant General Ben Hodges, former commander of the U.S. Army in Europe, has said that he hoped Ukraine would not be pressured into a settlement.
0: There was always going to have to be a negotiated settlement of some sort. But I, you know, I hope there's no pressure coming from Washington or Brussels or London on President Zelensky to hurry up and agree to something that in a way rewards Putin for his aggression. And what he'll do, of course, he'll wait three or four years till we lose interest and he'll start again. And by the way, and I'll stop I doubt anybody in Donbass wants what North Korea has.
1: Meanwhile, schools in Kyiv are due to reopen online today. Ukrainian MP Andriy Osadchuk is in the city, and has told Times Radio, people are trying to have as normal a life as possible, despite the continued Russian shelling. Kiev uh, was able to adapt uh, to this uh, new uh, reality, which is a reality for us. Uh, For the last week, uh, we see a lot of uh, developments, uh, positive developments. Something like 650 grocery shops are open, more than 300 uh, coffee shops are open. So the city is living quite normal life. But life remains far from normal in the encircled city of Mariupol, as the city's mayors reported that 160,000 civilians remain trapped without power in the city on Monday. He said that the city had 26 buses ready to evacuate residents, but Russia has not guaranteed them safe passage while the Red Cross had not been able to deliver aid.
0: We move to China now, where numbers in COVID wards like this one in Shanghai are growing as the country tries to tackle its largest COVID-19 outbreak since the beginning of the pandemic. Now, China's largest city, Shanghai, has been split in two as the government attempts to contain COVID numbers, Shanghai's eastern half will lock down from Monday until Friday this week to carry out COVID testing. Then on Friday, it'll be the turn of the western half of the city, who will swap and enter their own lockdown. The Times of London's China correspondent Didi Tang explains the rules.
1: You're not allowed to leave your home. So that's the one thing like, you know, you are staying indoor waiting to be tested. And during the lockdown, it's a four day each time, and you will be tested twice. During the lockdown, all public transportation modes, you know, we're talking about buses, we're talking about commuter trains, ferries, and, you know, taxis will be, you know, suspended.
0: Although small by some international standards, a record of 3,450 asymptomatic cases were reported in the city of 25 million people on Sunday. That's nearly 70% of the national total. However, only 50 cases showed symptoms. Chinese President Xi Jinping has insisted on a stringent zero-Covid policy. But the milder nature of the Omicron variant, which makes up most of Shanghai's cases, has raised questions about the policy's long-term viability. On the way, a night to remember, or forget, with Will Smith at the Oscars, and the world has a new number one men's golfer.
1: Times of London Daily World Briefing. Two police officers have been shot dead in Israel, with the Islamic State group claiming responsibility for the attack. It happened in the northern city of Hadira. Police said that the gunmen were Israeli-Arab citizens who were then shot dead by undercover officers. This man was there and saw the situation unfold. My wife and I were driving in the car when we heard gunshots. We didn't understand what it was. We slowed down and we saw two people on the road. There were many shots. We ducked down in the car, they shot towards us, and we ducked down inside. It's reported that six others were injured as a result of the shootings. It occurred five days after an Arab citizen of Israel stabbed at least four people to death in the southern city of Beersheba before he was finally shot by a passerby. Sunday's incident occurred as Israel hosts an historic summit with three Arab League states with which it has normalised ties, as well as Egypt and the US. There are concerns that tensions are rising ahead of religious holidays.
0: The Oscars, a night of glitz, glamour, but not often violence. At the 94th Academy Awards, despite it being an evening of many firsts for actors and directors, claiming a coveted prize, it was also the first time a winner has hit a host. Before collecting his Best Lead Actor trophy, Will Smith stormed the stage and hit comedian Chris Rock in the face after he made a joke about Smith's wife, Jada. Here's how the moment unfolded. Wow, dude. Yes. It was a G.I. Jane jump. Keep my wife's name out your (laughs) mouth. I'm going to, okay? (laughs) Oh, okay. That was the greatest night in the history of television. K.J. Matthews is an entertainment journalist based in L.A. She told Times Radio that this was not a stunt. Like 99% of the people were saying, oh, no, they have history And it was absolutely real. It was not a bit. Uh, It was not orchestrated, you know, in the script or anything like this. It was not scripted. Uh, And then you see Will Smith winning his Best Actor trophy, and you listen to his acceptance speech and the way he cried, and you thought, okay, yes, that was real. A tearful Smith did apologise to the Academy and his fellow nominees when collecting his prize for his role as the father of Venus and Serena Williams in King Richard – Los Angeles police say Chris Rock has declined to file a report over the incident, while the Academy Awards organiser has said it does not condone violence of any form. The night saw Coda, which features a predominantly deaf cast named Best Picture. Troy Kotsur made history as the first deaf male actor to win an Oscar. And Sir Kenneth Branagh won the Best Original Screenplay for his semi-autobiographical film Belfast.
1: The Times Daily World Briefing Sport. And now, with news on the world's new number one men's golfer, here's John Jackson. The last two years have seen a meteoric rise for American golfer Scotty Scheffler. His victory at the WGC match play in Texas on Sunday means he's the new world number one player, having been ranked down in 824th just 24 months before. The 25-year-old soundly beats fellow American Kevin Kisner 4-3 and three in the final at the Austin Country Club. That's his third win in his last five PGA Tour starts. Scheffler described the event as a tough week and admitted he was pretty worn out after his heroics out on the course. He's now one of the favourites for the Masters after finishing equal 18th at Augusta National last year. This year's tournament takes place from the 7th to the 10th of April. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Monday the 28th of March. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.